Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Rob McConnell here, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And, of course, you can always visit the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net to find out when your favorite program that we air here is going to be airing in your area. One website, www.xzbn.net. And don't forget, starting May the 1st, the Exxon TV channel is going to be available to all marine uh, uh, all marine vessels around the world. Uh, we're going to be on cruise ship lines. We're going to be on uh, commercial vessels, yachts, uh, oil rigs as well. And we're also going to be uh, available to supply people with high-speed data on the brand new satellite network that we're part of. So for more information on that, the website will be active on May the 1st at www.xzbnradiotv.com. Let's go to Florida now and uh, talk to two of our good friends, Mary Jo Fister and, of course, Greg Bush. Now, Mary Jo Fister is co-lead investigator, EVP specialist, and case manager She's a retired school studies teacher. She has uh, had a lifelong interest in the paranormal with experiences throughout her life. Her first was as a young child in a room where two violent murders occurred. She lived in two haunted houses. She enjoys the historical aspect of the paranormal as well. Now, Greg, her better half, is a, the other co-lead investigator. Uh, he has also had many personal experiences and set out on a quest to record and document proof of paranormal activity. Greg is also assistant case manager for the team. His background is finance and as a retired golf professional. First of all, I thought golf is what you did when you retired. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, welcome back. Great talking to you. How are things with our good friends at Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations? Hi, Rob. We're doing good. We're doing good. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, tell yeah. me, have you guys done any new investigations that you'd like to share with the Exo Nation tonight? Well, actually, yes. We just did one last week. Mm-hmm. And it was a local one right here in Port St. Lucie. And... Um, 
we're still going through some of the evidence, but um, there's a chair that they seem to feel that the activity was uh, centered on. And we got some um, actually intelligent orb activity moving around the chair, which is pretty interesting. Is it uncommon to have intelligent orb activity? I think the orbs that we see mostly are dust or mm-hmm. other things. So, yes, seeing intelligent orb activity is pretty unusual and um, well, pretty, pretty valid. So what is intelligent orb activity? How can you tell uh, the dust orb from the intelligent orb activity? Well, if it's dust or something like that, it's going to be moving in a pattern like dust would, sweeping from left to right across the room or swirling across the room. Mm -hmm. This particular orb seemed to come from the floor, hold, and then move in a direct direct path to the right. That's not what dust would do. Hmm... And this happened several times throughout the investigation, and it was always at the chair. What's the, what is your explanation for that? Well, let's hold on because I've got to take a commercial break, and I'd rather okay. I'd rather do the break and then talk to you folks about this and Exonation right. when we come back. Mary Jo Fister and Greg Bush with Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations are going to share with us more of the investigations that they've done. Plus, we're going to get an update of the ParaUnity Conference this August. And if you'd like to get more information, their website is www.offthetrailsparanormalinvestigations.org. This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And we'll all be back on the other side of this break from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. 
www.thepowerofgod.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Mary Jo Fister and uh, Greg Bush are with us from the Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations. Their website is www.offthetrailparanormalinvestigations.org. We were talking about this intelligent orb that was seemed to be centered around a chair. And what what are orbs believed to be? Well, the the idea or the the theory is that orbs are spirits mm-hmm. or spirit energy, and I think that's true of some of them, not all of them. Of course, there's a skeptics who say it's all dust or it's all um, water droplets, but I think some of them are truly spirit energy. I, I also know that some orbs have actually been identified and confirmed to be mold pollen and mold spores. Yes, that's true as yeah. well. So how do we know, or what is the what is the hypothesis uh, about an orb being a spirit because many people believe that ghosts are spirits. Now we have orbs being spirit. Which way do well, we go? <laughs> um, the orb is a ghost presenting itself as a ball of energy. How do we know an orb is a ball of energy? Well, I'm calling it a ball of energy because it's round. Mm-hmm. And it is moving, it's active, so there's energy involved. Has any energy ever been measured uh, at an orb or on an orb or with an orb? Yes, with um, the Mel meter, as well as the K2 meter. And for our listeners who don't know what a Mel meter is or a K2 meter is, could you explain it to them? So Mel meter uh, measures... Uh, electromagnetic energy in the area. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about an intelligent orb activity and showing up, we'll see a spike in the electromagnetic energy on the millimeter. And then we have also backed it up with actual video of an orb leaving that millimeter uh, right as, after the uh, spike. So we can say that, you know, that was the energy that caused that spike. Okay. So what are, well, you know, if it's, if it's energy, 
I'm I'm having a problem understanding why some people see full-size apparitions that are apparently energy and then you've got these little specks that are energy. How do they how are they correlated to the same thing of being a spirit? That's a good question. And of course we're speaking in theories here because we don't know for sure. Okay. okay. But I believe that the ghost chooses to manifest itself in different ways. Um, there's the orbs. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, the full apparition. Sometimes people talk about shadow figures or partial apparitions. So I think it's dependent on how that person, because that's really what the ghost is. It's a person without a body, I think. It depends on how that person decides to present themselves. How do you know if a norb is not the spirit of an animal? Because if animals are alive, then animals too would have energy. And if a person can be a spirit, either in a ghost or an orb, how do we know between uh, that the orb is a spirit of a person and not of another living creature that has passed on? Okay, another good question. And... I don't know that we always do because yes, animals do have spirits. They do continue after they leave this world. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's possible that there could be an animal as presenting itself as an orb. So the orb that we saw at this, at our client's home, yes, it could be an animal. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not pick up any animal sounds, however, would you, on EVPs, so well. Would you do you always pick? Do you always pick up sounds in a place where there's a spirit? Not always. Okay. No, not always. But if I'm going to go from animal or person, mm-hmm. if I'm hearing voices more than animals, and I'm not picking up anything else of animals, perhaps a smell, right? Or um an animal brushing up against you. Which I have had several times. Hmm. Why is it some people can feel the presence or see a spirit or an apparition and other people in the same room can't? Good questions tonight, Rob. Thank you. Uh, I think it could be a couple of different reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe the people who are not seeing it really don't want to. Perhaps they have a a fear of seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another reason could be because the spirit only wants a certain person to see it. Maybe that person reminds them of somebody that they knew. But if the spirit is energy, and strictly energy, how would the spirit control who sees it and who doesn't? It's a good question. I'm going to tell you, I don't know. Hmm. That's well, one of those things we need to research. Well, let's let's look at this the other way. What do we know that that is fact when it comes to spirits and ghosts? Not a whole lot. It's still in the research hmm. phase. So we have a lot of theories and a lot of ideas. But until one of us dies and comes back again and can sit down and talk to people, we don't have a lot of facts. Why do you think that hasn't happened yet? Because even Harry Houdini was going to try and come back to see his wife after he passed, and he never did. Right. And I think there are some people who have come back, because you do hear stories Mm -hmm. about My husband came back, my mother came back, and and we talked. But I don't think they come back long enough to really explain everything. Maybe they're coming back just to comfort that person that they left. But, But could it also be that person is so stressed and in such duress that the communication or the appearance is actually a manifestation of their own mind and it's the the mind that is trying to help with their grief and bring some sort of um, closure. 
I think that's possible. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times when somebody will have an ill relative and know before they even get the phone call that the relative has passed because that relative has come to visit them. But at that time, is the visit of a is it the visit of a ghost or is it a psychic premonition? Good question. Again, it could be either one. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to ghost investigating, and you know the, the quest for the the smoking gun, how do we how do we go about getting it? Like you you people, when you go out on an investigation. How do you proceed? How do you, how do you go to get the evidence or, or try to get the evidence? What is your procedures? Um, when we go on an investigation, um, of course, first I have spoken with the person mm-hmm. a, a few times and gotten an idea of what's going on. Right. And, and if what is happening is really paranormal. Right, right. We'll go into the house or the building. Mm-hmm. We, of course, do the EMF sweeps. We use the K2 meter and the millimeter and walk around, see if we can find any evidence of actual electric leakage, um, fuse boxes, things like that. Uh, and once we've done that to get the baseline, we also take pictures around the house before we start doing any investigating. And then once we do start the investigation, we do the EVP sessions where we set up and try to speak to any spirits that are there. Um, we take the pictures. We have audio recordings. We go. We use the spirit box, mm-hmm. um, which, of course, is rather controversial, but I think it gives us a lot of um, good results. What kind of results have you had with the spirit box? Uh, well... We did an investigation of um, a hotel a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we were sitting around in a circle, and I said, do you know who we are? If you know who we are, would you say our names? And I had the spirit box on, and through the spirit box came three names, and it was three of us who were sitting there. Right. And Mary Jo was one of them, and Mary Jo was not a common name. True. So, so that brings up that brings up a question: How would this spirit know who you are without prior knowledge of you? Well, I think when we come into the building, uh, we call each other by name, mm-hmm. and I think spirits are listening, and okay. they can figure out who Mary Jo is and who Sandy is. Mm-hmm. It would be just like if you were in the room. Why would the spirit want to be contacted? Why would they want to have their presence known? Perhaps they have a message for somebody. Perhaps they just mm-hmm. want to be noticed. I, I Okay, if they have a message for somebody, why would they give that message to a group of paranormal investigators instead of the person the message was meant for? Maybe because the person that the message is meant for is not being receptive. Maybe they're too emotional to hear okay. it. How much of the paranormal activity is based on the 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 agent or or the or the person who is the center of the paranormal activity? When you're talking about the center, you mean the person, for example, who's home? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How much, how much does the person's actual, let me rephrase it. If a person doesn't believe their house is haunted, they're certainly not going to call a paranormal investigator. That makes common sense, right? That's right. So the person who is calling in the paranormal investigator or the investigation team must have a belief that their house could be haunted, and if a house is haunted, it's usually with spirits or ghosts. So does that does that fit into the formula when you're doing your investigation to to see if that person person's own beliefs 
are a factor within the investigative techniques. Oh, yes, of course. Um, and sometimes people will have a lively imagination mm -hmm. and perhaps put too much into certain incidences, and maybe there really isn't paranormal activity going on. But yes, if somebody is receptive to the idea of communication from right. the other side, that person would definitely be communicating with more often than somebody who's not. All right, stand by. We've got to take our news right. break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Nation, Mary Jo Fister and Greg Bush are our guests this, uh, this hour. They're with uh, Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations. Their website is www offthetrailsparanormalinvestigations.org This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarwalkerVisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. 
Welcome back, everyone. Ghosts are the topic of the hour with our good friends from the Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations in Florida. Their website is www.offthetrailsparanormalinvestigations.org. In your experience, uh, Mary Jo and Greg, are there more incidents of the paranormal, or is it, or does it, or is the 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 increase being caused by public awareness? Well, we're we're not claiming that we have all the answers, Rob, mm-hmm. but I do think that the more mainstream this is, the more people pay attention to what might be going on in their home. Okay. And perhaps they feel more accepting of saying, yes, I think I have something going on in my home. So what would be the first clue to someone that their home, in fact, is being visited by spirits or ghosts? Oh, my gosh. There's so many ways. Um, They might hear sounds that there's no logical explanation for. Mm -hmm. Um. TVs might go on and off. Computers might go off and on. Um, They might have problems with other electrical appliances that they have in their house. Um, Maybe they're even being touched, feeling someone touch their arm or perhaps their head. Uh, People talk about shadows that they see uh, right out of the corner of their eye. So there's a lot of ways that you might feel that you have, what do I want to say? Um, noticed that there's something going on in your house. Do people usually see the apparitions? Not usually, but a lot of people will say that they see something from the corner of their eye. Something runs across the, the doorway or something's in the other room. And then, of course, when they turn their head, there's nothing there. Wow. There is an actual reason for that. Um, our eyes see uh, don't see in a full spectrum except around the corners of our eyes. So when you say you saw something out of the corner of your eyes and you turned your head mm-hmm. and it was gone, that makes total sense because when we use full spectrum cameras to see the spirits, that's what the corner of our eyes see. The center of our eyes do not. So when we turn to look, of course, it disappears. Well, that's interesting. Now, when you go into a house and you use a full-spectrum camera, what kind of images do you bring back? Uh, well, sometimes it's orbs. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is a shadow. I have not picked up a full apparition on the camera. Mm-hmm. I don't think ever. Um, we do sometimes see things move, which would be indirectly spirit activity because you're not seeing the spirit, but you're seeing the result of what the spirit has done. Mm-hmm. So, so is that part of the, uh, would that be classified as telekinesis? Well, if the spirit's doing it, um, it could be, since spirits don't really have a body, but they are being able to move things and manipulate objects. Hmm. In your years of experience doing paranormal investigations, what is the most compelling case that you and Greg and the other members of the Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations have worked on? Hmm. Well, I think the poltergeist activity case that we worked on was pretty compelling. Can you share that with us? Sure. It, it was a home in um, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And the woman who lived there told me that things were just being tossed around the room. She described it as things coming from the ceiling. And when we went to do the investigation, I walked in the front door and was hit in the face with some pebbles wow. from an aquarium. And of course, in doing investigating... You have to be skeptical. You have to look for the rational, logical explanation. Right. And I was very carefully looking to see if somebody was throwing things when I wasn't looking, if somebody was hidden somewhere. And there was nobody 
throwing things when I wasn't looking. Things would just come flying across the room. And I actually captured uh, a couple of those with the camera. It would be pennies and pens, aquarium gravel, um, just little things like that. And then when we came back a second time, some weeks later, the activity had increased. And now it was candles and cold cream jars that were flying across the room. Now, were these objects in the house prior to you folks getting there? Yes, these were objects that were in the house. Wow. Why do you think why do you think you are being targeted with the coal cream, with the pennies, with the uh, with the pebbles from the aquarium? I don't think we're being targeted any more than the people in the house are being targeted, but I think that the emotional climate in the house mm-hmm. was very high and this was the person's emotions and maybe it was hitting us because we were there disturbing the equilibrium that he was seeking. So when you say the person in the house, uh, are you talking about a live person or are you talking about a spirit? No, I'm talking about a live person. Mm. Poltergeist activity is usually energy generated by a living person who has a very high emotional state and the emotions just he or she just can't handle them, doesn't know how to channel them. I I remember reading something, uh, now that you mention it, by Hans Holzer when he was talking about um, poltergeist activity, that there's usually a young man or a young woman going through puberty that is involved in a poltergeist, yeah. But it can also extend to other situations... um, Somebody who has experienced the death of someone very close to them, mm-hmm. uh, women going through menopause, somebody going through a uh, very bad divorce, any time that the emotions are running very high and you just can't channel them. Have you ever come across, when you're doing an investigation, something that is evil, demonic, and how do you handle that? Well, we have come across some pretty nasty spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the demonic, possibly one time in all the investigations that we've done. And we don't do demonic. We are not demonologists. So if we do come upon a case where we think that a demon is involved, we're going to back off and get in touch with somebody who knows how to deal with the demon. So, so these spirits can actually physically harm a person. Well, spirits can certainly harm you if they want to. Absolutely. Um, people on our team, including Greg and I, we have been pushed, uh, scratched, mm. had our hair pulled. Um, I was almost pushed down the stairs once. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, they can make you nauseous, give you headaches, make you feel like a grain of energy. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they can actually physically hurt you. That is really really startling. So how do you protect yourselves? You're going into a house to do a paranormal investigation. You're not expecting to be punched. You're not pulled or pushed or have something tossed at you. How do you protect yourselves? And when you leave the premise, how do you protect yourselves from not bringing something home with you? Well, the team uh, always says a prayer Mm -hmm. together before we go in. Um, Many of us wear crosses. We also have um, crystals that we use. And we make ourselves strong on the inside so that when we go in, we can do the investigation. Um, And and when we leave, we Mm -hmm. also together say a prayer. And we're thankful that we've been saved. And we tell the spirits, and this usually works, but not always, you can't come with us. You are not welcome to come with us. You go to a house, you find out there's a spirit there. Eh, what do you do then? How do you, do you, does the spirit stay or do you 
have the spirit go towards the light, what do you do then? That depends a lot on our client. And if the client is not really afraid of the spirit, but mm -hmm. just wanted some sort of validation that something is in the house, then if they want the spirit to not have to leave, if they say we're willing to share our space, mm -hmm. then we leave it at that. If they want the spirit to go, then we do encourage the spirit to go to the light. We will sage the house for them as, as a cleansing if they want to. Um, we'll also use the holy water or the holy oil if they prefer that. And again, we're encouraging throughout the process the spirit to go to the light that someone is waiting for you there, somebody that you cared about in your life, they're waiting for you. All you need to do is go to the light. Why don't all spirits go to the light? Why do some hang around? Well, maybe they're just not ready to yet. Maybe they still have things that they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they're not a very nice spirit and have things that they want to do to the people that they didn't like in life. Or maybe they want to watch out for somebody that they cared about in life. Could it be that the people in the house are the ones who are keeping the spirit there? Oh, yes, absolutely. And sometimes we have had clients mm -hmm. who say, oh, I, I talk to her every day. And we have to explain that if you want her to go to the light, which she should do, yeah. you need to stop talking to her every day because that's keeping her here. But if, if the if the people who ask you to come in to see if there is a ghost speak to the ghost every day, why would they want you folks to come? Sometimes they just really want validation from another person that okay. they do have some activity in the house. And a lot of times, Rob, first thing that somebody will say to me on the phone is, mm -hmm. you might think I'm crazy, but... Yeah. And how, and often, just, how often do you hear that? I hear that a lot. Really, eh? I do. Or if it's not, you might think I'm crazy, it's mm -hmm. my husband thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> or my mother says yeah. I'm crazy. And then they go on with the story and they they want to be validated that right. something's going on that they're not crazy how many times have you and greg and the rest of your team of the members of the off the trails paranormal investigations been contacted by someone and after your initial interview on the phone you say to each other you know what there's nothing there there's nothing we can do how do you deal with that as far as with the client how do you tell a client that you're not going to be doing an investigation. Our guests this hour, two people that I've had the pleasure of meeting, Mary Jo Fister and Greg Bush are our guests this hour, and we'll be back with both these fine folks when we come back from the other side of this break. Wrapping up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, since this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network. Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. Mary Jo Fister and Greg Bush are our special guests this hour. They are the two people behind Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations in St. Saint- Lucie, right? Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie in the beautiful state of Florida. Uh, for more information on their group, to find out everything you need to know about investigating the paranormal, ghost hauntings, things that go bump in the night, what to wear when you're retired and play golf, www.offthetrailsparanormalinvestigations.org Now, Greg, I have to ask you this question because you're the inspiration for it. Do ghosts change their clothes or are they seen always wearing the same thing? No, that's... You really hit on something that's interesting. Um, Good friend of ours, John Tenney, brought that up in one of his uh, talks. And he said, do ghosts wear underwear? Mm -hmm. And are they appearing to us like we would expect them to? In other words, if you are expecting to see the haunting of a 18th century soldier, are they dressed the way you would expect them to look when they're not really looking that way? So, so if they dress as we expect them to dress, mm-hmm. how do they know what we expect? Uh, good question. Um, 
I, I think it probably goes along the same lines of well, we have been we have done um, EVP sessions, mm-hmm. and they actually answered the question before we ever asked it. So, can they read our minds? Can they mm. uh, look into what we are thinking and what we are maybe our expectations? Right. I don't know. That's that's something that. It's a whole different angle. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I've often wondered if ghosts appear in the clothes that they either were buried in or that they were wearing at the time of their death. Mm-hmm. Because if they are energy and it's an imprint in the electromagnetic field, wouldn't that make sense that if they do appear, since there's no energy in clothing, that the energy would not be part of the apparition. Therefore, the ghost would appear naked. That's true. <laughs> hmm. no, that's true. And um, I, I guess that would, that would be the case. I mean, a lot of times yeah. you hear so many hauntings say, well, they saw the woman in white. So it's always a woman in a white gown or something. And Okay, is that... Is that what we're expecting to find, or is, like you said, is that how they died? They mm-hmm. were in a white gown, or you know, that's a question we got to answer sometime. Greg, what is your most perplexing part about being a, a paranormal investigator? Is what what you know what makes you scratch your head the most? Hmm. Ooh, uh... Why? I gotta think about this for a second, Rob. <laughs> you you caught me off guard here. Um, All right, let me ask Mary some uh, question while you're you're thinking yeah, of that. Okay, yeah. No, I'm sorry I sprung that on you, but you inspired me, so I th- thought I'd <laughs> ask you, Mary. What is your most frustrating part of being a paranormal investigator? What do you find that is that no matter what you do, this is the part that frustrates you the most? I think what really frustrates me is when we have done the investigation mm-hmm. and I'm speaking to the client afterwards and I'm giving suggestions for how to raise the positive energy in the house. Yeah. And they just kind of say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they call me back three or four weeks later and say, well, I'm still having activity. And I will say, well, did you get the salt lamp like I suggested? No. Well, are you letting the sun into your house every day? Oh, it gets too warm. And they're not doing anything that I've suggested. And then when I ask them why, well, I didn't think it was really that important. Oh, my gosh. That that would be very frustrating. It is frustrating. So, Greg, did you come up with an answer yet? Yeah, actually, uh, looking at it from that point of view, yeah, it seems like we can never get a solid answer to our questions. Hmm. In other words, when we are doing an EVP session and uh, we are trying to find out, you know, what exactly happened to this person, uh, if we know that there is a a murder, or if we know there was a suicide, well, why did you kill yourself? Or who killed you? You will never get an answer to that. And that, I don't know why that is, yeah. but it is a very frustrating part of the whole thing. All right, tell us about this year's Para, uh, Para Unity Conference. That's going to be August 18, I think it's 9, 18, 19, 20 in August, right? That's right. So tell and our listeners all about it. Well, we're excited about this because it's even bigger than it was last time. Mm -hmm. um, Through almost all of Sunday, we're having uh, breakout sessions on Saturday, which is something that we haven't done before. I'm I'm sorry, you're having a what? Uh, Breakout sessions. Oh, breakouts. Okay. Yes. So instead of just having one speaker that we all go to hear, Mm -hmm. there'll be three or four. Right. And people can choose what they want to hear about. So if they want to hear about um, how to use crystals, they can go to that talk. If they want to hear about how to cleanse a house, they Mm -hmm. can go to that talk. 
And we're having uh, Rob Robinson back again to talk about uh, cryptids. And we're having a Florida author come and speak with us, Dave Latham. Latham. He wrote um, about the ghosts in St. Augustine. And we're having um, the Dancies, who are uh, well-known in Florida, paranormal investigators. They're going to come and talk at the, at the conference. So it's really shaping up to be really a great, con- uh, great conference. Well, that is super. That is truly super. And it's going to be in the same place it was last year? It will be at the Fellsmere Old School House, just like it was last year. Yep. Oh, and I forgot to mention we're also having the spokesperson for MUFON come and talk as well. Well, that's good. MUFON, mm-hmm. MUFON Florida? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So there's going to be something for everyone. Yes, there is something for everyone. Um, of course, you're going to be there, too. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be there. And, of course, we're going to be promoting the heck out of getting as many people through those doors as possible. Um, what, what would you like to say to the listeners of the audience tonight who are... Sitting on the fence saying, geez, I don't know, ghosts real or ghosts, I don't know. How can we push them towards the believer side? I mean, besides getting Larry uh, Larry uh, Lawson to do that. Um, he's a big guy. Just push him right over. Uh, yeah, he could. <laughs> so how, what, would you, what are your words of wisdom for people who are deciding whether or not ghosts are real, if they should get involved in ghost uh, investigations, how they go about it? Well, I would suggest that they come to a conference or two and hear what we all have to say about ghosts and cryptids and aliens. Uh, I think if they listen mm-hmm. and then they can make some decisions, informed decisions, yeah. unless they're getting some some actual facts or some opinions backed up by experience, and then they can make up their mind. And what are your final thoughts, uh, Greg? Uh, I think along those lines, uh, if you're someone who thinks you might be interested in uh, joining a team, or starting your own team, uh, I think you'd want to find a local team. Uh, many of them are very open to uh, you shadowing them. Uh, in other words, coming along on an investigation, uh, seeing how it's done, seeing mm-hmm. if that's for you. Listen, you're an, you're an ex-pro golfer. Uh, have, are there many haunted golf courses? <laughs> um, yeah, with all the frustration out there, yeah. I imagine there would be. <laughs> a lot of residual. <laughs> a lot of residual. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a, a lot of uh, golfers getting clunked on the head by other golfers so frustrated they've tossed their, exactly. their golf clubs. Yeah. <laughs> So, so are there haunted ghost uh, golf courses? Uh, not the course itself that I've heard of, but of course the uh, clubhouse, the, clubhouse the, the the major buildings around there. Yeah, there definitely could be. Well, you know, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. I look forward to our monthly chats. And, By the way, and of course, Sexo Nation. If you'd like to get more information, here's their website: www. All right. Got your pens? Here we go. Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations.org. And you can visit them on Facebook.com forward slash Off the Trails Paranormal Investigations. Hey guys, take care of each other. And I look forward to speaking to you next month for another update from my favorite Ghostbusters, Mary Jo Fister, and of course, the one and only golfing legend who not only carries a club, but carries holy water and a cross. Greg Bush. <laughs> guys, take care of each other. Love to you both. Good night. Good night, Good night Rob. Bye, guys. Exxon Nation, we have to say so long for now. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as we finish off tonight's show here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, Exxon at ExxonRadioTV.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And of course, to find out when your favorite program is going to be airing on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. <laughs>